What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Dear Tech World. I'm your co-host, Eric. And I'm your co-host, Adora. And on Dear Tech World, we share insight about how we navigate the tech world as Black students. Now, I know y'all heard that intro. That laugh is actually probably how professors laugh at our midterm grades. <laughs> but, you know, since it's spooky season, we finna get into the scariest things about college. Yes, and let me take off my mask for, you know, video purposes so you guys can hear me, you know, a little bit more clear. Y'all may not see us because, you know, we've um, changed our format in terms of how we are uploading these podcast episodes. It's mostly audio. So for my little costume-ish, like before we get into this episode is I'm the guy, you know, trying to protect himself from COVID. <laughs> I'm wearing a mask, but, you know, I'm going to put it off for right now. I'm social distancing and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's real scary, you know. Um, <laughs> I guess my costume is I'm just a pretty girl in the scary woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably like in a movie like Get Out or something. Oh yeah, yeah. you know the black people always be dying first in the movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> Adora, Ryan, Ryan. I fit the role perfectly. Right. Anyways, all right. So scariest things about college. Um, what do you think we should start out with, Eric? Um, I think. What is the best thing to start off with is we've just finished midterms. You guys may be listening and still going through midterms. And, you know, we're coming up like really close to the end of the semester. So we should start with midterms and how that's going and how those are scary. Oh, yeah, those are definitely scary because it's like if you don't do well in the midterm, then your grade is now going to depend on your final. And then that's when it's like the make or break you, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just... It's just really nerve wracking because I feel like most of the times like our fear of failure is like there's two sides. One is anticipating failure and the other side is actually failing. And I do feel like I see myself um, anticipating failure or no, I feel like I see myself being more scared of it or oh my God, what am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> anticipating failure is actually worse than actually failing. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I feel like it really comes down to just looking at yourself and really being able to tell yourself, you know what, like I got this. Like, even though, you know, most of the time our anticipation and failure is because of, you know, what's happened in the past. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Eric, but, you know, I've definitely failed multiple times <laughs> before. Like I failed class. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm failing now as we're speaking. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, so, we're gonna do better. <laughs> So yeah, and then on top of that, you know, testing anxiety is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's been several times where I have failed an exam, not because I didn't know the material, but just because it was an exam. Yeah. Like I yeah. honestly, you know, that's happened to me several times. And I'm honestly still trying to learn um, how to not be so nervous when I'm taking exams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I'll spend like hours and hours and hours of studying. And then once I get to the test, it's just like my mind just goes blank. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I totally like understand that because a lot of people do speak about that, like just the fear before like taking like exams or even like before like doing an assignment. Cause I know I've felt the same way where I feel like I can't start. It's not because like I feel incompetent about what I'm doing, but I just feel like I won't be able to put my best efforts forward like when I actually do the assignment and that I feel like leads into rejection where it's like oh even if you feel like you work so hard the anticipation doesn't even matter anymore because you have this fear of always doing bad and I think that's like the little 
like situation I am right now because I have the fear of always doing bad and then always being rejected to the fact of oh yeah you're gonna probably do bad again bad again and we can even think about this like with um I guess like applying for jobs if you feel like yeah. Oh, yeah, with interviews, I'm always doing bad at interviews. So let's try to change that. Like, how how do you do better? But, you know, we're trying to figure that out together. Yeah, like rejection is a huge thing. And I feel like a lot of people are so quick to give up after, you know, having more than two rejections because it's yeah. like, dang, I guess I'm really just not good enough for this. And, you know, I'm speaking about internships uh, specifically. You know, you get to the interview. I'm actually going to tell a little story. I had this one internship that I applied for right and mm. it wasn't like a simple you know just go to the interview and get the job it was like you would go through this one interview process and then they would like say all right then we're gonna um, have like a second phase of interviews and it was just like a lot you know <laughs> uh-huh. so I remember the first the very first interview oh my god this was actually um was this in yeah this was at the Bayer conference um <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there <laughs> but we will <laughs> i know because eric knows what i'm talking about right i remember just being in the interview room like because it was because i was waiting for my turn and mm. i was so like i was so nerve nerve not not nervous. i was like so afraid mm. because you know it was my not my first time having an interview like i've had interviews like before but this one, I don't know, the atmosphere was just different. Like the people were like a lot more intimidating and like the the kind of rooms we're in, there were like curtains and it was like really dark and stuff. Uh-huh. I was like, what is this? Uh-huh. So I get in the interview, right? And, you know, the guy's asking me questions about myself. I'm going through and going through and everything was fine until I got to the freaking technical <laughs> interview uh-huh. part. And I just remember looking at the problem and I just, I just couldn't do it. And literally afterwards, I cried <laughs> so much because I was just so embarrassed that I just felt like, you know, I had no chance in, you know, doing well at all. Right. I think even what you were saying with the failure, like the anticipation up to like, you know, failing or feeling like you are going to fail probably like led you to like that moment. Because I feel the same way, like getting to like a part like within like a coding assignment that I may have to do like when I actually get to the technical part after reading everything after feeling like I understand everything speaking to people then I'm just like I feel like I want to cry after I like finish the assignment or may not even finish it because I'm just like like I tried so hard I really tried so hard it it just sometimes doesn't work right and you know it's not even just rejection i know for you know my college students my computer science students we all know that honor code is a huge huge thing like especially at our school george mason university like if you get caught even doing the slightest thing like you could literally get kicked out of your program Mm -hmm. like that's how bad it is and it's actually like um i think it's a statistic that computer science majors are actually um most likely to get honor coded compared to like any other major Hmm. um, at universities how about you do you you know about that no no not necessarily like I feel like I've heard it from our professors a lot saying that but we do even though I like myself did not know um going throughout my classes like people did talk about it but I was just like oh they're probably just saying that to scare us you know because like they just don't want us to cheat or they don't want us to plagiarize like that's the standard but it's just so um like it's just insane how like the most littlest thing could probably be you oh getting honor coded for is because oh maybe 
you're trying to understand like this certain type of concept and then you use code that was not yours but it's like what like <laughs> how am I supposed to do this assignment like I need like at least a little bit of help like of course they do it all on your own but and when you get out into industry like there's definitely like a lot of collaboration there's a lot right. of things that aren't your own so it's like I understand like where they're coming from, but they're not really helping students grow with this individuality where you have to feel like, oh, I have to do this all on my own. And then if I don't, then I'm basically a failure. Right. Literally in the workforce, honor code is not even a thing. Like mm -hmm. actually like, you know, working in groups and, you know, finding any resources, any resources you can to make your code work is very encouraged, you know, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, was the mission like was the project accomplished you know was it completed is it right. working you know right. it's not so much about how you were able to do it so i mean of course like we know in college the main reason why they take it seriously is because they want to make sure that you know how to do it on your own before you copy of you know? course yeah so, of course which, which makes sense but it's just it's just a lot on us especially if you're beginners if you don't have any kind of prior coding experience from mm -hmm. high school you know, getting into college, these introductory courses are, they're tough, like they're really tough, you know, like yeah. they call them introductory courses, but they really, <laughs> they really don't feel like it at all. <laughs> you know, you can try your best to read the book, you know, do whatever, but you know, you're always gonna struggle some way or another if you don't have any kind of prior knowledge. That is very true. And leading with that, like, if you're already struggling with the course, you basically now have to pay for the course. So yep. <laughs> I think just the fact that you're trying to find these resources and to, you know, improve your grades, you're also trying to find these resources to not worry about the fun. I mean, the like debt you're going to be to all these universities, especially like if they're really expensive and if you're out of state, for example, is because Oh, yeah. We live in this capitalist society that focus all about money, money, money. And if you're failing the classes, you're going to basically be paying more and more money, like until you, I guess, get the idea and then pass the class. And then when you already have all that money and debt, when you graduate, it's like, man, I was really trying. I was really yeah. trying out here. Yeah, like, honestly, I feel like if money wasn't even a factor or it wasn't as much of a factor, we wouldn't really be as scared to fail as we are you know yeah and you know it's not even just that like people put so much pressure on like you know when are you gonna graduate when are you gonna graduate you know like is it, are you gonna graduate next semester like are you a senior are you a junior like what year are you it's like i don't know like yeah. i'm just trying to take it one semester at a time <laughs> right you know? i'm just trying to get this piece of paper and like, <laughs> exactly. act like i, I am somebody <laughs> yeah and like in the industry like a bachelor's degree is actually becoming more and more like invaluable you know, while having a master's degree gives you, you know, opportunity and more pay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think just with that, it shows that even if you do have like that bachelor's and you are in the industry, like it, it basically says that you did not work as hard as someone with the master's probably making more money and they could possibly like ignore all of that debt they were in is because they're making all that money and they have like a lot of like work to show in terms of what they did, but the bachelor's degree in which Adora and I are trying to work towards, and probably a lot of you guys listening to are trying to work towards, we're basically realizing even though the work we're putting in now isn't as enough as us probably needing to stay an extra year and trying to maybe go for an accelerate masters or even staying in industry like for a few years and then being like, oh, I need to go back to school is because basically companies want this nowadays. And I'm yeah. like, oh wait, but I was struggling before in school. Why would I want to go back to school, you know? 
right like honestly most of the time people really don't want to go back to school because school you know it costs money it costs time it'll hold Mm -hmm. you back from a lot of things that you want to do in your adult life like most people are just like i just want to finish school just so i can get you know yeah i get started with my life like school Uh it holds back a lot of things you know that is very true but yeah um honestly we really have to consider like even though we might be like really you know desensitized to these kind of things because it you know they happen to us like you know majority of the time like throughout our college career we have to ask ourselves like how do we confront them you know like how do we really go about these scary things and kind of conquer our fears and the first thing I feel like especially if you are um, a CS student or tech student make sure that you make friends in your major as soon as you can like literally freshman yes. year you better join some group chat you better yeah. join <laughs> some organization <laughs> yes join, join something where you can create a network of people that will you know give you resources um give you advice even like to do homework with mm-hmm. um, you know refer you to like different times of internship maybe if your friend had an internship they can like get you a referral like hey you know i have a friend that like to work here too um and you know just different things like that like having friends in your major not even just friends or just people you know people that you can contact you know yeah building that network mm-hmm. yeah and then also um please like if you you know have the opportunity to like get a mentor maybe through like a program at your school or even outside of school like have somebody who is, you know, preferably older than you, who's, you know, been through the same kind of things, maybe studied the same thing or is already in the workforce, somebody who can also give you advice from like an older perspective. I feel like that's really important too. Right. And even looking to possibly like finding out new hobbies or maybe adding on to the ones you already have, like art, photography, gaming, like just adding those like but of course not making them get to the point where you're being you know um, procrastinating and you're like focusing so much energy on that but just like so you could spend time away from like because our major and our career choice when we get out of you know um, school is going to be very hectic it's going to be very time consuming and we're going to want to find those like like pieces of time where we want to like have our life back because we were already saying like you know these classes are stressful and we're going to have to worry about um paying for student loans like when we graduate so just like having those times to like really focus on your mental health also making sure to keep a you know a vision board like Mm -hmm. trying to plan out your goals and what you want to achieve yeah like i i myself like i actually have a vision board in my room where i have like you know all the things that i want to achieve like way way far in the future Mm -hmm. and you know looking at it every day, like really keeps me motivated. Cause you know, sometimes I get down and I want to give up, you know, in school, but you know, having that vision really helps me, you know, not to give up and really just um, continue to maintain that drive that I have. Uh And then, you know, on top of that, because, you know, we were talking about finances earlier, make Mm -hmm. sure that you understand financial literacy, like make sure that you are living within your means Make sure you are making an effort to learn how to budget, um, build credit, because credit's going to be a huge thing as soon as you graduate. You know, if you want to buy a car, if you want to buy a house, or if you want to buy anything, really, right. <laughs> make sure that you got some credit on you, because uh-huh. no credit is equivalent to bad credit. Mm-hmm. Um, and live at home if you can. I know some people are, you know, really in a rush to move out, but if you have a good relationship with your parents or whoever you may live with, like, just try to try to stay at home, you know, to save you some money. Um uh-huh. And yeah, 
Yeah, I know we like definitely changed this whole thing to scary to sad because it got deep real quick. <laughs> but, you know, we're trying to t tell you guys like and maybe like even vocalize like what you guys are probably feeling as well, because all these added pressures, especially we're always talking about this pandemic and everything going on, like it makes us like so like sad and it can just be scary. Like when you actually have to go out to there to the real world, because technically Adore, we're out there, we're already in the real world, but right. when we get a job, it's gonna really hit us when we have to really adult. And oof, we're, we're trying to prepare for that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, y'all, that's all we have for today on Dear Tech World. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please let us know, like, what are the scariest things for you in college and what are you doing to help you overcome them? Um, but for now, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out, techies. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Dear Tech World. Give us a like and comment. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other major platforms.